Good morning, patients of the London Hospital and all of you listening to our condensed podcast out there with your good health, your fresh air, and your realities that obey the laws of physics. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Boy, do we have an exciting day for you. Local charity organisation, Laugh So Much You Could Die, bring entertainment to those in dire need of a smile, and they'll be touring our hospital wards throughout the day, with cheery clowns performing for your bed-ridden pleasure. Laugh So Much You Could Die also helps rehabilitate insane criminals back into the community by providing volunteer opportunities in the clowning industry. We look forward to their slapstick antics and remind people to keep their hands inside their beds at all times, as there will be knife juggling. Here's today's morning announcement. Your mum. And now a word from our sponsor, Fractal Pharmaceuticals. Are you scared of needles? Diabetic with an intense dislike of daily blood tracking or elderly and scared of your seasonal flu jab? Introducing the stealthy new way to receive a surprise prick. Ninjections. Ninjections is a system of masked martial artists prowling the streets in search of you to deliver your regular dose of injectable treatments. You'll never see them coming as they leap from the shadows armed with inoculations, removing your constant fear of self-syringing. Ninjections. They'll find you, and they'll get you. Let's continue our relaxed feeling with a soothing track from jazz outfit Streatham Sachs with their sexy number, You Carry On, But I'm Going to Sleep. Harry, our social media intern, has told me he's going live on Facebook with today's entertainment. Search for Clowns and Catheters and you'll find the right feed. We hope. Highlights so far have included an appendix that exploded in confetti, a tightrope walk across some unused intestines, and juggling with used syringes. They certainly are creative. But I'm wondering why there are fewer clowns on the ward now than there were when they entered the building. I hope they haven't got lost in the corridors. As you know, the only way to navigate the hospital safely is with the guidance of a porter. Only porters know the way. Do not follow the colour-coded lines. They shift like snakes in the sand. On that note, over to Missing Persons News. The last confirmed sighting of Mrs. Franks was in a mural. But we've received a rumour that she may now be stuck inside the X-ray machine. 
Dr. Oswald insists that every x-ray that's been taken in the last couple of days has Mrs. Frank's distinctive pelvis. Even when they've been trying to capture a broken arm or skull fracture, every image is just an older lady's pelvis. It's not known why Mrs. Franks would choose to communicate in this way, but it is suspected that she is mooning us from a different visual frequency than we can normally perceive. Mrs. Franks, if you're listening, please stop. We need the machine to treat people, and if you can find another way to show us your buttocks, we'll gladly consider it. Listeners, this isn't a call-in, but did you hear that? There's a shuffling outside the studio, and a light honking. Maybe a seal? Or an emperor penguin? I don't know. I'd take a look, but I'm tied to my chair until the shift is over. Literally, head of staff Jean says it's just easier that way, and nobody gets hurt. Hmm, it seems to have passed by. I'd like to have seen a penguin in real life. I like how their thoughts sound like Morgan Freeman. Time for another tune. Electro-swing duo Old Street's Young'uns have a new track called I Like My Craft Beer with Lindy Hops. This is a staff announcement. If you see a clown roaming the corridors, could you please escort them back to the exit? We appear to have lost all the clowns. We're sure it's nothing to worry about. <laughs> They're just entertainers after all. <laughs> the clowns are described as nightmarish visions of face paint and pain brandishing oversized cleavers and silently creeping around the hospital except for the occasional tinny chuckle. Again, nothing to worry about, but if staff do see any clowns, either apprehend them or run. Harry, the social media intern, says that Facebook have suspended the London Hospital account for live-streaming what they called a grossly indecent assault on the senses. And yet the other day, there was an advert on my feed for Mail Online. So, if you want to appeal that decision, please like us on Facebook. Not that we'll know about it. Patience, this seems like a good time to delve into a particularly relevant chapter in the history of London Hospital, as we explore how Shakespeare's clown Will Kemp was treated for night fever in our continuing series of the history of London Hospital. Following his dismissal from the company, 
Will Kemp famously danced from London to Norwich over the course of nine days. History has recorded this as a publicity stunt from a highly popular Renaissance comedian. But our records, they tell a different story. Will Kemp checked into the hospital after being bitten by a human-shaped demon in a shiny white suit. It was said that the spirit glided along the floor, illuminating the ground with bright multicoloured lights. Of course, his company thought him mad, even though they regularly performed plays about fairies and a mythical land called Denmark. But the hospital took on his case, noting a consistent spasmosis of the groinal area, combined with index finger paralysis. Doctors attempted to shock Kemp's system with ice baths, but this only resulted in a rapid chattering of his teeth, which they termed jive-talking. Staying alive was Will's imperative, and he felt that if he couldn't get out there and move in an unholy manner, he would never get better. So Will discharged himself from the London hospital and made his way to the funkiest place in 16th century England, Norwich, spawning the tale of his nine days' wonder. There were several more sightings of the white suit demon throughout the centuries. To learn more, consult your blockbuster video. Patience. I can hear that shuffling, honking again. I think it's coming from the room next to the studio. That's Jean, head of staff's office. I'm going to try and listen closer. Maybe if I place a cup to my ear. I have my boffo's coffee cup left over from this morning. Oh, I haven't read the joke on the bottom yet. It says, Here's a tip. If you use up all your sick days at work, try calling in dead. <laughs> well, that is good advice. Okay. I'm pressing the cup to the wall and listening in. I can hear Jean, head of staff. She's saying, I ordered the sailor, not the clown. But I suppose, seeing as you're here now, hmm, it sounds like she's getting up from her chair. It sounds like she's removing her clothes and rubbing some kind of sandwich spread, possibly a yeast extract, onto her bosom. The shuffling and honking has stopped, and there's a metallic whooshing sound, then a thud, 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 like a fumbled basketball. Hmm. I guess Jean, head of staff, is fine. Otherwise, she would have said something. Right? Let's play some music to drive out the dripping sounds. This is Richmond Riot with Would You Mind Terribly. Patience.
I dared to step outside of the studio. Jean, head of staff, would kill me if she knew, but I just had to see what was going on. Of course I'm still tied to my chair, but by a system of rapid thrusting, I managed to shuffle into the corridor. I heard the poot-poot of a car horn, followed by the breaking of glass. Lots of glass. I looked at the window down the corridor and saw a tiny automobile with a big daisy on the bonnet. Several other windows around the hospital had been smashed open from the inside. Clowns of all shapes and political persuasions were running across the courtyard, scrambling to get into the tiny car. Surely they couldn't all fit. But they continued to pile in, squeezing and wrenching their contorted bodies, limbs popped and skin scraped until the car was able to splutter away. If you enjoyed today's visit from our clown entertainer friends, let us know, and maybe we'll get them back sometime. Hmm. Jean, head of staff, really should have arrived to untie me by now. It's almost the night shift, and nobody wants to be here for that. I wonder what's keeping her. Hello? Hello? Is anyone still here? I want a sandwich. I'm cold. I did a poo in my bin. Hello?